You are listening to a Banzai Retro Club podcast. Language and topics may not always be appropriate for younger listeners. Press 1 for a groovy topic from the 1970s. Press 2 for an awesome topic from the 1980s. Or press 3 for a slamming topic from the 1990s. Please choose now. Too late. We have made your selection for you. Let's start the show. Anyway, so uh, what's the story tonight? What are we doing here? Comedies. Well, it sounds like comedy horror, but um, comedy horror. Uh, yeah. So I'm loving um, it. Who, who's? I've uh, got a, I've got a great one. Who's leading? I don't know who's. What are we doing? How are we? What's the format? Can you do the number generator? Are we all going to, like, do our own favorite, like, comedy horror movie? Is that what we're doing, like, you know, for a 20-minute segment? Can. Or are we going to... Yeah. Oh. Like a list or... I don't know. We okay. Can, I don't know. I didn't think that far into it. Yeah, I, I didn't either. I was just thinking that, like, that was one topic, you know, for, for like, one yeah. episode, and then we come up with another, like, horror topic yeah, for another one. Yeah, that's... Well, that... That's how I was okay. picturing it. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm good either way because the the movie that I've chosen is probably not going to have a lot of input. Okay. And I, I I'm guessing you've all seen it, but um, so I I don't know. It depends on what movies you guys have in mind as far as the comedy stuff, comedy horror. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I guess what I'll do is I'll put in like a um like a thirty minute timer. Uh, and then we'll just go with the, uh, you know, round robin format of everybody, you know, giving a little in-depth, you know, of their favorite comedy, retro, retro comedy horror movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when we get done with 30 minutes, we'll wrap it up and then we'll, uh, pick on another horror topic. Okay. That's what happens when you guys let me, uh, like, uh, go overlord on you there. Fucking overlord. I tell you, right? <laughs> I'm okay with it. Damn that. I'm guy. sorry, were you talking? What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> Working on a cod piece over there? Is that what you are te- People are texting me about stuff. Sorry. It's just my. What is the most important thing you have going person? on tonight? Uh, my podcast. Yes. Sorry. All right. Quick question Does my ice sound different? Actually, it does. I can barely hear it. Yeah, it does. It's like you. It's like you have a plastic glass. Or oh, no, I do not. It's glass. Crushed like shards of ice. Huh? No, they're they're uh, you know the crescent moon shape. Um. <laughs> you know what you get out of your ice maker. He, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, okay. You know, know like poking at something them. with a swizzle stick. We're way away from sphering. That was like so long ago. When's the last time you sphered? Actually, uh, just last week, I got the Death Star sphere okay. and put it in my glass. And I think it sat in the freezer for too long because it tasted funky. Did you say you pooped in your glass? Oh, my God. I, I swore I heard that. I uh, did not say I pooped okay. my glass. <laughs> okay, you said you did. You say you put it in your glass. 
I put it, I, I pushed the sphere, I took a sphere of the Death Star and I, I inserted it into my glass. That sounds so terrible. Are we I ever going to get the show? You only, you only want to put it, you want, you, you want to <laughs> ease it in. You don't want to just drop it in. You want to ease it, ease it, nice and slow. Nice you don't want to ram it in either. Yes. You just, <laughs> just well, gently. Gotta try to relax things a little. I told you guys, I have one of those spheres, those Death Star Ice Cube makers. Yes, but are your spheres funky? <laughs> I haven't checked in in a long time, so I couldn't tell you. Fortunately, ice is slippery, so I did not need a lubricant. <laughs> I just self-lubricated. We are so well, out there tonight. Yes. It, this is what happens when the four of us get together. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. We're all bad influences on each other. <laughs> We're 15 minutes <laughs> in and we haven't even started yet. <laughs> and all I'm doing is drinking water, too. That's really we weird. get it together. <laughs> I've got water. I've got some cold tea left over from earlier. Oh, man. Is this amateur or what? All right. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you Amateur's. what. Amateurs. You call an amateur. <laughs> maybe, maybe on the on the uh, the break, I'll uh, you know get something a little stronger. No, I don't want to force anybody to drink. Okay. That's not you get a break. Well, we, <laughs> we get a break. <laughs> we'll give you a potty break if you need one. What happened? You just break. Like time. Oh my God. He's been breaking on us. We we need we need to uh, you know have room for our sponsors. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Brought to you during by Tolomar Don't. <laughs> during intermission. <laughs> yeah. Snack and beer break? I mean, come on. Let's do that. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's get started. Okay, fine, <laughs> Overlord. Uh, let's see. Timer, timer. Roll that dice. Oh, we're... no, we're not doing a roll of dice. We're no, just no, starting. No, no. Timer. We're just, we're just starting. Who's... We're just talking, man. Go for it. All right. Bonsai Rich Club. I am Dave. Online, I've got Rose. Hey, I got Suzanne. Hi. And I got Scott. Buenos dias, everybody. So, the topic for tonight. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. He's trying not to He's trying to incorporate the deep baritone voice, but, you know, doing, you know, I don't know, one of the snow or whatever you said. So, yeah. Um, tonight, the topic, uh, we're going to continue our theme, getting ready for Halloween, uh, and, you know, this being the, uh, the witching hour, uh, but we're taking it a slightly more humorous angle than the previous two weeks. So we're going to be talking about our favorite retro horror humor movies. There's probably a better way I could have put that, but I'm sorry. Uh, and so the uh, the four of us are really just going to uh, bring up like one that we want to talk about, and uh, the rest of us can kind of uh, talk about it as well. 
and uh, we'll see if we can get things kind of wrapped up in a uh, kind of a short episode. So, um, you know, just by random draw, which I'm not random drawing at all, I'm just going to pick on somebody to go first. So, uh, Suzanne, why don't you tell us what your favorite comedy retro horror movie is? Okay. Well, there are a bunch out there, of course, uh, but I think I'm going to go for Beetlejuice. <gasps> Good call. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Gotta love Beetlejuice. Uh, okay, so um, so how long do I get to talk about this? I'm kind of uh, a little fuzzy on the format that we've decided on here. Um, or are we just all going to throw in, you know, throw in our, our two cents about Beetlejuice and yeah. move on? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well... You know, I, I might have mentioned I'm kind of a Tim Burton fan because he's just a whack job. Like, I, I just I like people who have weird original takes on things. And from the start, you know, this guy's just been weird. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, this film, you know, it starts off with this little preppy couple. Uh, another Gina Davis movie. I know we talked about her a couple of times recently. And uh, Alec Baldwin looking very young and cute and his little glasses and his little plaid shirt, you know, uh, <laughs> this ordinary little who like accidentally drive off a bridge and drown. And they're in the afterlife, which Tim Burton's afterlife is like fuchsia pink and blue and everything is like sideways and crooked. And there are people like, you know, kind of flying by. And it, it, it's very bizarre that like, have to go through this whole like processing center with all these like decaying people and you know the magician's assistant that was cut in half and it's just kind of a, a lot of really bizarre images um and just a, this very disconcerting confusing view of what it's like to be dead uh but um you know then we get michael keaton <laughs> coming in as beetlejuice who is like the uh, um uh, like the outlaw uh, uh, demon mentor for these guys to try and teach them how to spook the new new weird people who moved into their house and get them out of there. So, you know, all sorts of weirdness ensues on that one. Um, and the imagery is beautiful. The color, the colors are hysterical and just really strange. I mean, it, you used to associate you know, the afterlife with, like, everything being dark. But this was, like, 80s neon afterlife and, you know, claymation and wacky makeup. And it was just, like, a fun house. It was, like... <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, there are a lot of cool scenes. Winona Ryder, I think this was one of her first really prominent roles. Um, and she plays the goth daughter of this... Um, I don't know. I forget what her father does. Like maybe he's a real estate person or something. He wants to move out writer. of the city. And move, yeah. To the, Isn't he a writer? Oh, no, he's he's like he, a business guy. He was on Wall Street or something, and he had a nervous breakdown, and uh, and now he yes. wants to write something or I don't know. Yeah. Well, um, I forget exactly. I think he has an agent. Um, mm -hmm. So he's a, he's he's trying to you know go out to the country and get his head back together and get back into his career and he's got this funky wife who does these horrifyingly ugly sculptures um and uh the the family is just hysterical and of course the preppy ghost couple can't stand them and wants to you know 
scare them out of the house. Uh, so Winona Ryder is, <laughs> is this kind of weird goth teenage daughter who dresses all in black with the veil over her head and this weird hat. And um, she gets to be buddies with the ghost. And they, you know, they play a bunch of really, really weird tricks on them uh, that, that I, it really does become very carnival like in the end. But mm. uh, there's a lot of good scenes. Anybody want to jump in? And <laughs> so this, this is going to be interesting. Uh, I, I don't even know if we can cover this. Like we, we've given ourselves a, a short amount of time to cover this, these, sure. these picks. Beetlejuice almost deserves its own episode. I have to mm-hmm. say, because this is one of the best, this is one of the funniest movies back from then. And Michael Keaton, I, I absolutely oh, loved him. Um, <laughs> I, I, I've often thought of buying the costume of Beetlejuice for Halloween. You know, my brother going to showed Halloween up. Party. I had a Halloween party once, and my brother showed up as Beetlejuice. It it's, very... <laughs> it's, it's, it's iconic. Have a lot of fun it's with classic. That. Oh my god! I, I, I just don't have. I think he on the subway all the way through New York City to get to my house. <laughs> So, and that 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 gives me an image, like sitting on the subway and not do not talking to anybody, just completely like enthralled in your phone. Like you're just Beetlejuice, <laughs> you're just sitting there, you're just doing nothing. You're not you're not you're not harassing anybody. <laughs> like like total opposite of what he would do. Um, no, this is such a I, and Catherine O'Hara mm. as as uh, Delia's the- mom. Yeah, she's the uh, or as Delia, Delia, I'm yeah. sorry. She is Delia. As, she, um, as Lydia's mom, Delia. Yes. I absolutely love her in this movie. And I, I like her, like, I've been watching a lot of Shit's Creek lately. And mm-hmm. they, they just had a new, a new season come out. And she's just, she cracks me up. Catherine O'Hara is a classic comedian and um, just really is awesome in this movie there's so many this is a great cast the whole thing and you know what i heard today Mm. i heard the song (laughs) daylight come man do you want to go home everybody's everybody's is when they're sitting and trying to impress these um these people they've invited from new york city so that like uh the father could have his comeback uh whatever he was you know writing or doing etc uh, and in the middle of the dinner, they just break out into Harry Belafonte and do like a dance number. All of them, even the guests, you know. Yeah. Yes, because they're being possessed by yeah. Beatles. Right, and they're pantomiming uh, Harry Belafonte. It's so yeah. freaking funny. Well, that wasn't so Beetlejuice at that point. That was no, it them. wasn't Beetlejuice. It was uh, it was yeah. um, Yeah. 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 Yeah, and, they were they because they were trying to scare everybody, but of course it it backfired on them because everybody had such a wonderful time with it. You know, they were laughing about it at the end of it. Right. So yeah, me, that's, it didn't work. Right. I gotta say real quick, like why I mentioned the cast a second a few seconds ago. I can't imagine a better casting situation for this movie. Like everybody that played that role was perfect for that role from all the way from, you know, from Lydia with Winona Ryder. She played the great goth girl. It was very, it was 
very moving and cool and just different. And Michael Keaton is, they will, there will, they can never be another Beetlejuice. I'm sorry. It's kind of like there can never be a really another Batman after when he played mm-hmm. Batman. I think everybody mm-hmm. holds that very close and dear in our little group. Um, Gina yeah. Davis and Alec Baldwin were awesome in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I don't know. This is, this is, I'm, I'm glad you brought this up, but I really, I don't know if 10 or 12 minutes is this movie. Yeah, it's going to do it justice. So I don't think it's going to do it justice. We might have to revisit this one. Yeah. It's got to be on your, your essential movies list though. If it, if, I guess it hasn't come up yet, but probably because it's high up there, but I, I'm, I'm pretty sure we've already done that one. Yeah. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm almost but, sure. Yeah. Absolutely well, love this movie. Just great. Love the moment when a, when Michael Keaton's head just starts spinning around. Yeah. And he grabs yeah. it and holds it in place and says, I hate it when that happens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, one of my favorite lines from, from Michael Keaton in that is um, he, he's down, you know, they, Alec and, or, you know, Adam and Barbara are, their character names Mm -hmm. they're looking down on the little model city in their attic or whatever and he's he looks over and he sees the whorehouse yeah and he looks and he says he kind of goes i'm feeling a little anxious if you know what i mean the way he delivers this whole movie is his his delivery is just spectacular and i'm gonna say tim burton is the Cindy Lauper of music uh, of movies? He's so unusual. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is totally unusual. Yeah. Anyway, Rose, yeah. You, I, I'm I've been hugging the whole thing. You, you, no, <laughs> I I get excited about stuff like this too. Um, when it first came out, you know, when you see it the first time you see it, you're just kind of like, what? You know, exactly. <laughs> what? Why? Oh, my God. You know, and of course, having watched so many movies, because every Friday night was movie night, you know, so I had seen, you know, a lot of the actors, of course, Dita Davis, uh, Alec Baldwin, I've probably seen him in, uh, I don't know if he did uh, Hunt for Red October first, or he did this. I was familiar with Alec Baldwin, I was familiar with Gina Davis, uh, familiar with Renona Ryder. Um Remember Sylvia Sidney, who plays, you know, their afterlife, yeah, afterlife like coach, right? Yeah. <laughs> afterlife coach, like a real uh, She was like uh, from, oh, what's the one with Harry and a courthouse? What was that? What was that show on NBC oh, with the judge? Night, Night, Night Court. Court. Yeah, she was in that for a minute. Oh yeah. And um, it was just so funny to see all of these massive people, you know, in this movie. And you're just like, you can't wait to see what happens next. And, you know, one th- one minute, you know, you're just kind of going along. And then all of a sudden, Robert Goulet shows up. And it's just like, what the hell? Hey, <laughs> I'm, hello, I'm Bob Goulet. <laughs> yeah, Bob Goulet. You know, <laughs> and then, um, and I can't even think, I can see him, and I can't think of his... Uh, Dick Cavett, he's in it, you know. Right. It's just right. like, how do you get these people to to be in a movie like this? This is just so off the wall and so untethered that, 
but they make it work. And I just love Catherine O'Hara. I've been following her career since Second City Television. Mm-hmm. And uh, whenever I see her in anything, it just makes me giddy because she's just so damn funny, you know, and so like off the rails. Her character, <laughs> she knows how to bring that angst, you know, and that drama to her she, character. She definitely can bring weird. She does bring weird really yes, well. And really Jeffrey well. Jones, love Jeffrey Jones, you know, mm-hmm. as any type of, you know, supporting actor that he he does. He's just so awesome. And Principal just, and Ferris Bueller. Yeah. 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 And he's he was, unrelenting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. And of course, he was in Hunt for Red October as well. Really? And, yeah. And I, don't, um, I don't remember that. Hmm? I think that oh. was later. I think that film was later. Yeah. Yeah, probably. But um, Otho, Glenn Shaddix. I, I don't know. I don't know if he's that done was a funny else, role. He's funny. That was, that a, was funny a funny role, role too. I love at the I, end to torture him. They like put him in a blue leisure suit. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh my god! <laughs> and he just jumped out of a window or ran down the stairs or yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just considered himself so chic and avant garde and you know, kind right, of, right. You know, he was hip. He was a hipster before they became popular, I guess. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. But it's just right. He was their decorator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it was just. But you know, it was just so funny because everything he said was so bullshit, you know. And it's just like, who doesn't know somebody like that, you know? It's just like, stop talking, you know. But I loved it. Like I said, it was a go-to for all of us, you know, when we couldn't decide you know when you're at the the video store and you're kind of going oh we've seen that uh, beetlejuice okay you know so we would watch i, I think i might have to look this back up again i might have to yeah. watch this i i, have, I yeah, might have the dvd too. and michael keaton michael keaton was just perfect for this role because he he just had that you, you just don't look you don't see it at first you know, and I think this is probably how he was able to get the Batman role because everybody thought that, you know, oh, well, he's Mr. Mom and, and all of this other stuff. and He's not going to be able to retain the drama, you know, aspect of the role. And he was able to bring both of them, you know, the zaniness, you know, they could be zany, just a little off the cuff. And then he could be dramatic, too, whereas Beetlejuice was just all zany. Except for when he's yeah. like, my favorite part, oh my God, he's like, he's talking, he's being like super serious, you know, and he's, oh, they wanted to interview him. <laughs> and he's just like, and I don't mean how time, how many times he says, he says, of course, I've, uh, something I've studied at so-and-so and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I've seen <laughs> The Exorcist 127 times. 127 <laughs> freaking times. <laughs> He definitely approaches like Robin Williams' genius manic level here, which is you don't see in a lot of films. Not a lot of people have done that in their filmography, but Michael Keaton's moment. (laughs) Yeah, he was born to play that role. Absolutely. So yeah, this is definitely what you know a family favorite. Whereas you know. Now it would probably be a family movie, but probably back then, not Pete, not everybody in their, you know, household was sitting down to popcorn and soda and Wendy's and 
What? Some Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I don't know. It was uh, 88 when it came out? Yeah, 88. Right. Yeah, I was going to say, my daughter would have been like three or four years old. You know, she probably was like the first one to go to sleep. But, you know, they all, they all watch it to this day. I mean, you know, there's no one that says, oh, I can't watch that anymore. It's like, what? You crazy? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's number one on the list of things to rewatch before Halloween. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, okay. I'm so inspired right now. I, 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 as soon as I get done, as soon as we get done tonight, I, I think I'm going to have to go look and see if I have it in my DVD collection because I think I do. Yeah, we'll do an unofficial watch party. Oh, my God. I think I've got it on VHS still. Nice. I think I have it on storage, our storage device. So. I think I have it on Laserdisc. Oh, get it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, Betamax, what did you say? Yeah, Betamax. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's so bizarre no, for Tim Burton, no, right, to, to come up. Huh? Yeah, wasn't it so bizarre that Tim Burton was able to come up with the concept that you would have to have a user manual to be dead? Ah! <laughs> yeah, it's like, how bizarre is that? The book for the recently deceased. Yes. Everything reads like stereo instructions. <laughs> Everything reads like stereo instructions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and who who didn't love the uh, the woman that played the secretary or the uh, processor in oh uh, my God. the yeah. afterlife? The receptionist, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, not I, the receptionist. The actual the, like the, the 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 one that was there, like their caseworker, Juno. Older lady, yeah, the caseworker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Awesome. Great. Yeah, the whole house that was my idea. I was like, yeah. I <laughs> Uh, now, now wasn't it? Guys, didn't her was... neck wasn't it like severed so that when she smoked, like the the yeah. the smoke came yes. out through her neck? Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Right. It was. Uh, it was bizarre yeah, and disturbing. Very personal. <laughs> the afterlife in the in Tim Burton's imagination was outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Oh like my God. Number. Okay. Like take a number. Take a number. Yeah. Have the... <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. like seven million and three or something. <laughs> Yeah. What, what about the guy takes... that was like flattened and then like he yeah, would go he's... through like the crack in the wall? Yeah. 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 Yeah presence here for a second but um last night um i was watching uh previews for trailers for movies that are coming out next year i don't know if you guys are into that at all but but, uh do you know that there is a movie coming out and pixar is doing it it's called souls no okay so it's about this guy uh, and he's a musician of some kind, I don't know, and he dies. He was walking, and he wasn't paying attention, and he fell into a manhole cover nice. the sewer. Yeah, I know. And he yeah. wakes up, and there's all of these little tiny white, they look like little Stay puff Marshmallow people. <laughs> okay. Uh, and there's just oceans of them everywhere. And he's like, where am I? You know, well, apparently 
you know, you're in the afterlife. And all of these people are, are souls waiting to be reborn. And all I could do, now mind you, I could think of some pretty weird shit on my own, okay? <laughs> all I could do was stare at the television with my mouth hanging open and this look of what the fuck on my face through the whole trailer. It's like, <laughs> ooh, what has COVID done to you all? What the fuck is this? What? Who the hell is going to watch this? Really? I'm going to have to watch the trailer now. You've got, uh, me, you've yeah. got me intrigued. Yeah. I'm sorry. Maybe it's just something. It's just called Soul. Just Soul. Soul. S-O-U-L-S. No, it's not Souls. It's S-O-U-L. It's singular. Souls S. That's what I saw. I just found it. Okay, good. I got I got several of them lined up. Good. Trailers. Yeah. Sorry. I just couldn't, you know. No, that's okay. No, I'm just it, saying. I just, I couldn't. I I'm not down with it. I I can't. I'm intrigued. Well, well, creativity is going down the tubes compared to the Tim Burton days, maybe. <laughs> I was gonna say, there's the contrast right there. It, you know, it, it, you I, know I, I think that's the sign of a great movie. You know, from the '80s, is if it makes its way into a cartoon. Because <laughs> Beetlejuice did that. They yeah, did. Yeah. did yeah. do that. As yeah. as did the Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters yeah. did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bill and Ted. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even the Deuce of Hazard had their own cartoon. They did it. Wow. Go back far enough. The Beatles had their own cartoon. Yeah. Robocop. Wow. Gary Coleman. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, am I supposed to wrap this up, or how do we like move on to the next person? I don't want to hog everything Dave, with Beetlejuice. Dave is the overlord. He, <laughs> yes, he's going to move on to the next person. Okay, yeah, actually, that was a great pick. Great pick. Excellent season, pick. Really. Well, good. Yeah, it was fun to talk about. Huh? Thanks, everybody. Oh my God, <laughs> yeah. love that movie. Yeah, actually, I think we're probably I don't know close enough, almost to the thirty minutes. We might as well just wrap this up, and then we'll kick off a new one. Okay. Oh, so okay. we'll do our usual 20 to 30 minute yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sounds good. So, uh, so Beetlejuice brought to you by Suzanne. Oh, yeah. sorry. I thought you were going to overboard and wrap it up. <laughs> this is what I was just talking well, you did. You did start it. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay. This is about we remind you that we have a website out there. That's bonsairetroclub.com. If you want to go out there, give us a... Uh, check out and you want to follow along on all our social media stuff there's links out there to all of us suzanne's got her own uh, instagram her own twitter you know i'm running the bonds out retro club thing scott's got his rose got hit has got hers we've got links boy did you just love that um mm. you know we've got links mm. out there on the website to all of us go to the team bonsai part and check that out if you want to drop us an email and let us know what your favorite retro horror comedy movie is we'd love to hear you so that's mcfly at bonsairetroclub.com uh and uh i don't know scott if you want to give us like a deep voice outro that'd be really cool (laughs) thank you everybody joining everybody for joining another episode of bonsai retro club the special comedy horror movie episodes (laughs) 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 Oh. I'm scared. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs>
All right, everybody I'm be asking to each other. I'm trying. You caught me off guard, Dave. I know, I know. Cod sorry. Piece. Cod piece. Sorry. All right. It's bye bye. Cod piece. Bye bye. Bye. Bye bye. This has been a Bonsai Retro Club production. Bonsai, Daniel Zan. Hey, Bonsai. Bonsai. Come, Mr. Tallyman, tally me banana.